Teeny episode 91. On this very gay episode, Stephanie is uncharacteristically startled by an onslaught of dongs. Simone gets nostalgic about Muppet Babies, and everyone is sentimental about this pre-hiatus episode as the show embarks on Dongtini maternity leave. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury! Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong okay. Um, Last week we went to Portland, and I got to meet listener Kevin, (laughs) who lives down there, and he made me... um, uh, he made us all dinner from the Tulsa Bible Grace Bible Church cookbook. <laughs> so it was like totally southern casseroles and this like spinach salad that's my favorite. And yeah, it was it was so fun. And they have like a dog, um, I think it's a French bulldog named Archie, and he's really precious and um and yeah, we just talked forever. And they made me vodka chronics because they heard me talk about how that's my favorite. It's like vodka, to- or, you know, it's David's specialty. It's vodka tonic, but with a little bit of cranberry. And David calls oh, it yeah. vodka chronic. So anyway, um, made us that. And that was super fun. And that's um, awesome. so it was a total highlight. I know. It was so nice to meet him. And um, then we saw our friend Christina. And she has a little two-year-old named Oscar. She and her husband, Peter. And they're so Portland. Like, they were born and raised there. And you met them. We stayed there before the Supergrass show a few years yes, ago. Yes, yes. Um, right before they drove you to Emily's house, Emily and Brandon's house where you scraped your yes, leg. Yes, that was, yeah. The I, I, think, I think Peter might have seen my butt. Because... Oh. <laughs> well, not because... Well, my I'll friends, have to ask them now. I was supposed to stay the night at, near the, at my friend's house, which was near the airport, because I was flying back to LA the following the following morning and my friend left the key for me well she's probably listening too hi Emily and I know she feels really bad about this too so (laughs) anyway she left the key and then I go and like he drove me um to the house uh Peter did instead of David because David was really tired and resting before your ongoing drive so I go and get the key and the key doesn't fit and she's left the wrong key and she's like well you can get in from the like into the basement and go up into the house so I slid down I'm already wearing like a really short dress and then like on my way down like my dress just slid up like up my whole body and there was a nail sticking out and I scraped my leg on the nail and yeah it was bad so anyway but it all you can't see there's no scar or anything what's that? That's pretty epic. Yeah, it was epic. So yes, I have met these people. <laughs> yes, you have. Very much There's, so. Christina's, Christina's so funny because she was saying, she's like, Stephanie, I'm a part of a Facebook group called Portland Mamas, and I have to give you an invitation to it because you will freak out. She's like, it's like Portlandia times 10. All these moms are going, oh my God, I let my baby have a sip of unfiltered tap water. What should I do? She's like, she goes, she's act, they're acting like it's the fucking poison control center. <laughs> I'm talking about unfiltered water. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I can get 
She's like, I go, I'll try to behave myself if I get permission to go on there because it will be so hard not to like go, oh my gosh, you guys, what counts as screen time? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. if I call someone on my phone, does that mean that I had screen time along with my baby who isn't supposed to have screen time? You know? Oh my God. Um, yeah. You can at least turn that into a segment. That is totally, could be a segment reporting from that, that would be such a good fucking segment. crazy group. <laughs> fucking with Portland mamas. Yeah. Wow. What could the sound effect be? Like a didgeridoo or something? Yeah. <laughs> Some new age music, perhaps. Some new age music. Yeah. Um, oh, God. What was the segue from here? Uh, oh, Greg. Um, <laughs> Greg taking you to Starbucks, but he wanted you to stay in the car. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, so Greg's like, I'm really keeping taking it easy now. I'm on maternity leave from work. So, um, yeah, and I've been drinking because I'm drinking caffeine, really. I've had, you know, a bit of Coke here and there and uh, no, like, actual coffee, you know. I mean, I don't drink coffee very often anyway, but if I did get, like, a mocha, I would get you know decaf so but i've had been got into these iced chai lattes which is you know just tea so it's not that much caffeine and so i sent him in to get it <laughs> and because like because i get ice there's so much ice in the cup that you don't get that much liquid you know so right. i i get I'm, i've been i got the venti this time you know it's like i want the venti because like you know you don't i just don't feel like you get very much otherwise so yeah. i said so i want a venti and greg doesn't drink coffee i think he said one coffee in his whole life so it's like oh, i want fine. a venti Ice chai latte. And he was like, a menti? I'm like, venti. And he's like, venti iced chai latte. Okay. Why can't this be in English? <laughs> he was so annoyed. And also before parking, just like, just the people in the parking lot are just such, you know, entitled assholes that don't get out of the way for a car. And he was just like, I don't know how you can stand to come here. This is probably like his, you know, he never goes to Starbucks. He only like went the other day to pick me up, you know. <laughs> He's like, every time I come here, I get infuriated. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Texted. Every time, twice. So, um, yeah. And so then, like, I was waiting for him to come out. And I was, like, texting all this stuff to Stephanie while it was happening. And it's like, I said, every time the door opens, I look. And the longer it takes and it's not him, I just expect to see his, his uh, uh, the, a bigger grimace on his face when he comes out. Like, you had, when I was, I was reading these, I was, like, hopping up and down in my seat. And I was, like, I can just picture his traumatized visage coming out of yes. the store. An ice venti latte, and I'm going, ugh, yeah. what did I just do? I know. So I waited and waited, and he didn't come out, and it just was taking a long time. I was like, okay, there's a lot of people in there. Um, and it's like tinted windows, so I couldn't see inside at all. And so, anyway, and then he. <laughs> So he comes out, he, he's grimacing, uh, but he doesn't say anything, he just hands it to me and, you know, politely and gets in the car. And then I say, So how was it? He's like, Horrible. <laughs> like, there was no other answer. <laughs> Horrible, of course. Yeah. It's like, How many people there? He's like, 20. I was like, Really? 20? You're not exaggerating? He's like, No, I counted. There were 20 people in line. <laughs> <I> counted. <laughs> And so, um, anyway, and I hadn't texted you yet, but in that last couple of minutes, just before uh, he came out, I was going to text you. I predict he, he, he will complain about the people and the music. So I said to him, oh. I, was, I, was, I was predicting you would complain about the people and the music. And he's like, oh, yeah, they were playing the Grateful Dead in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and the people, he's like, and the girls, they were just saying things like, oh yeah, oh totally, yeah, it's it's like really awesome. He's like, they just weren't saying any other words. That was the whole conversation. Oh you stupid God. hipster girls. <laughs> I love it. See, like, what you're describing in that Starbucks is how I always thought of L.A. before I came to like L.A. You remember right. when I when I met you and I'm like, oh, no, she lives in L.A. and she likes it. Like, yeah, I didn't know yeah. you could escape that. But you guys were in Los Feliz, and so you guys are in a happy bubble. Where yeah, you have to but this is that, Los Feliz. So. This is a Los Feliz Starbucks. <laughs> oh, no. But you're in Starbucks, you know. So yeah, yeah. It's another bubble. Like There's this restaurant I went to in Los Feliz. Um, I walked past a million times and it's this Italian restaurant and it has no windows so I could never see what was going on inside and um, and my friend was visiting uh, from Portland and we were just looking for a place to eat and I was like yeah let's why don't we try this place you want Italian food I've always been kind of curious about it let's just go here so we went there and as soon as I went inside it was like like there was a time there was a tunnel from Missouri and that's where all the people came from and, and it was funny because she said it's funny because you don't see these people outside I'm like I've never seen these people before in my life I don't understand how they got here <laughs> a tunnel from Missouri yeah <laughs> like Bugs Bunny <laughs> tunneling across the world <laughs> just to go to this restaurant because like, you don't see these people on the street walking around like as many like, as it was like a wait wow. to get a table. You know, all like really obese people and just Midwestern looking people and just suburban looking people. I'm like, where oh, are you people on the street? How did you enter this establishment? Oh my gosh, maybe they have invisibility cloaks so they don't have to so. suffer the to- the ridicule of LA people passing yeah. them by on the sidewalk. Totally, because this is like an old timey sort of you know check a you know checkerboard tablecloth type Italian restaurant. You know, so it makes sense inside, but just you don't see those people around. So that was quite quite an, an awakening. So um, so yeah. So one other uh, Greg story to share is that. Oh, what? And this is an old story, and but God, it's classic. And he said I could tell it because I was just talking about it, and I didn't tell it because I thought he wouldn't want me to. He's like, yeah, you can tell it. Like it's never going to get told otherwise. But one time, I was asleep, and then I'm awoken to this. This is exactly as I heard it because I wrote it down as soon as it happened. But he's asleep too, and in his sleep, he said the following. What you are hearing now is a retarded. (laughs) I was stunned. Like, what are you dreaming? (laughs) Did he remember his dream? Not at all. He barely believed me when I told him he'd said that. (laughs) It's so Dion McGregor. (laughs) Yes, it is. <laughs> oh man, Dion McGregor was the guy who spoke in his sleep, and his roommate uh, recorded it. He just has these really <laughs> long, detailed dreams and speak in great detail. So yeah, it, it 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 does have a tinge of that. But yeah, what you are hearing now is a retarded, and that now 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 sound at the start. Yeah, what, what the fuck? <laughs> is the best thing ever. So. I love that. But yeah, so that rears its head in our lives every once in a while when I bring it I up. I know, because, well, partly because it was so forbidden. Like, he was humiliated that he said it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he was in his sleep, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It takes some time to, to sort of come to grips when you do something humiliating, like the time I had to pee and sort of in public at the big day out, you know. The time it was happening, I'm like, no one can ever know about this. And then I end up posting, talking about it on my podcast and posting pictures of it, you know. Because <laughs> my friend took a picture of me squatting. <laughs> that was kind of amazing. Yeah. Well, I had to see the Foo Fighters, damn it. <laughs> That's the sad thing about it is now I don't even like the Foo Fighters anymore. <laughs> so, um, and you've been to maybe more concerts of theirs than anyone's just by virtue of their touring with Supergirl, or you know, inadvertently had to hear. Their no, stuff. no, my my most my most seen shows are Mr. Bungle, which stands at twenty four. Then wow. I think Faith No More at. 22 and then Supergrass at 20. So, wow. Yeah, I think I think Foo Fighters are around 13 or 14. So, yeah. And I'm not actually it's 13 and I think the 14 is only if I count the Supergrass ones, which I didn't even really watch them, so it doesn't count. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they they're way behind. So, the favorites win. Yay! Yay! Yes. So, so um, I had yeah, so I went on maternity leave. Yeah, this past week. And, uh, yeah, it was really weird. Like, I really didn't expect any kind of, you know, parade or anything, you know. But they, like, said, put the phone, put the night button on and please come into the tea room. We have a little presentation for Simone. And I was like, ah! And it's so weird. Like, I just, like, I really like those things and I really hate them at the same time. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> you know? Because you have a problem with your birthday. I remember yes. last year we talked about that. You're like... You know, I feel kind of self-centered. Like everybody celebrate me and yes. you ask me for advice because you go, you don't seem like you have a problem with that. Yes, no, you love being the center of attention on your birthday, and I really don't. You know, I like being the center of attention if I've done something, but just standing around being pregnant, I just don't feel like I deserved a party. Don't look at my ankles. Seriously. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was weird. But there was past- there were pastries for everyone, and I got a card, and then they- everyone had pitched in and got me a Target uh, gift voucher, which was really nice. So yeah, so that was that was really cool, and it was so funny because there were some balloons, like you know, saying "baby boy," and and just a couple Aww. others just to make a little like balloon arrangement. You know, so there's only three balloons, and my friend, my coworker, <laughs> she she's like, I was worried about the balloons because she knew if listener, if you remember, I spoke once about how there's a helium shortage and we're wasting helium that can be oh used to God. service medical equipment on fucking balloons and so she knew that she's like i was really hesitant about getting the balloons oh that's so and she's funny. like but i thought it was just three and you had them at your baby shower and i was like no no it's fine i do like balloons i just feel like it's a waste i said if, it, if there was a big spit roast there in my honor then i like a rotating pig then yeah i'd be upset but not three balloons a spit roast <laughs> Vegetarian's baby shit. Yeah, here you go. Congrats on the awesome. baby. Here's a pig. <laughs> and the pig would have a pacifier in its mouth instead of an apple. <laughs> that would be so sad. And a diaper on. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that was my uh that was my uh my little my going away party. So now I'm off oh, for three months. So it was nice. really funny though the morning that of that day, my um my uh, uh alarm went off. And it was at 6.50, and I thought, ha, 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 don't have to get up this early for a while, because I'm not going to work until <laughs> August. But then I was like, oh, yeah, no, but you'll be getting up at, like, 2, 4, 6. So like, <laughs> like, I just, I had 10 days of not getting up at 6.50 on the dot, but God knows what else is going to fucking happen after that. <laughs> 
just this momentary <laughs> this glee. Last time and, I'll uh, have to get up at 6.15. Yeah. Oh, 6.15 is going to feel like sleeping in at some point. I know. It's <laughs> oh, so Jesus. weird. It's so weird oh, man. how that happens. Mm-hmm. So I had some um, some tests done uh, uh, a few days ago. Um, I was in the hospital. Just they were testing just my fluid levels and um, and monitoring the baby's heartbeat and all that kind of thing. And so while I was there, I was just watching the you know the hospital TV. And they had this comedy and magic channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I found this David Copperfield special from 1994, and it was like oh. celebrating his 15 years in magic. And you know, as we've established, you know, I'm a magic person, and I do like magic. <laughs> And um, I was a child magician for anyone uh, newer to the show. And uh, yeah, so I enjoyed watching, even though he's like so cheesy and annoying, like I, I still enjoy seeing the magic. So so I was watching this, but it's so bad because it was back when he was dating Claudia Schiffer. So they had right, this- Right, they were this, engaged. Yeah, yeah. And so they had this thing where she would ask him a question and then he would answer it, but it was like never like a real conversation. It was clearly all <laughs> scripted. So she'd say one line and then he would answer it with like whatever scripted answer he wanted to give. Oh, so unsettling but um anyway she says how is your magic different from everyone else (laughs) and he says there's a very sensual element to magic that's never been touched i try to go there Oh, and that's always what creeped Ooh, me out. Even when I love magic, even when I was a teenager and not very cynical, not as cynical as I am now, I hated the sensuality of his magic. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you see my tweet the other day where some girl, she was like, "How do we access intimacy in other people, or you know, appreciate their beauty by appreciating their sensuality or something?" Ew. She's she used the word sensual, and I like I retweeted it with a quote, and I go also by not using the word sensual. Yes, <laughs> it was egregious. <sighs> oh, sensual. But that guy, like he was talking about, he was talking about earlier in his career about how he's like, I was this guy with a bad shirt and a bad haircut. It's like his haircut oh, was always bad. And I'm not judging it from 2013 standards. In 1994, his haircut was bad. <laughs> you know? Was it like Jerry Seinfeld hair? <laughs> no, it was no, it was a little more um uh, uh mullety, you know? But he just had this, wow. you know, he just had that faux intensity and the sensuality and all that. The whole package, that guy has <laughs> been so cheesy. And uh, there used to be the joke that was going around, something about, you know, David Copperfield. He made Claudia Schiffer's taste in men disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, the, And that was from back in, you know, in the 90s. So, yeah, uh-huh. he's so cheesy. But the special was, you know, the magic was enjoyable. Um, yeah. But, yeah, David Copperfield, yeah. Well, a couple of years ago, didn't he have that big scandal for, you know, allegedly <laughs> raping his assistants or something like that? Oh, I don't know. I looked at his yeah. Wikipedia page, but I didn't see anything about that. Oh, okay. That, that's wow, very maybe interesting. He had well, on the subject mm. of David Copperfield, and again, like something, again, like the we, we talked about this a few weeks ago, where I 
wanted to call Belle and Sebastian, like describe them as being gay. Um, and right. I didn't mean it to meet and lame, I just sort of meant to describe to sort of their happy whimsy of their music. But, you know, they're mm -hmm. still, you know, they're still a, a penchant to want to just say gay for something lame or, you know, kind of cheesy. You know, cheesy, I think, is a is a common uh, time where people who grew up saying the word gay want to use it. And David Copperfield is an example of when someone you want to say, the guy's so gay, you know. So um, anyway, so we talked about this a few weeks ago and I just, you know, was looking for guidance on this because I, I struggle with it because I want to do the right mm -hmm. thing. But it's like part of my vocabulary at the same time. And so listen to Misty called and uh, mm -hmm. she's gay. So let's see what she has to say. Awesome. This is Lister Misty, hopefully the non-tastic duo is doing well. Um, and I wanted to weigh in on the gay conversation. As a gay woman, I feel like I have some input to put in here. Um, for me, let's see, we can use your parallel with Simone that you mentioned with using the word nigger. Here's how I can see it. If I were walking into a store, let's say TVS, and there happens to be a bunch of black people I don't know, I'm not going to yell out, yo, niggas, what's up? Because I wouldn't, that's no. I just know, inappropriate. However, my good friend at work, who is black also, he and I can say whatever we want to each other because we have that understanding. He knows that I accept him for who and how he is, and I know that he accepts me the same way. So when we use those terms, it's not derogatory. Now, if he and I were to walk into the store together and that same crowd of black people were standing around, I would not call him anything and everything because they don't know the relationship that we have. And it might be interpreted wrongly. And also, there may be some small children or whoever else that's impressionable that might overhear me and think that I actually feel racist towards these people. And then that would encourage them to feel that way as well. Even though the two of you don't seem to have any homophobia and from what I can tell I said that funny from what I can tell neither of you is homophobic and you're quite pro-homo from what I can tell um even though I know that's the case if you were to say oh that's so gay to someone or around someone who has some homophobia but they're maybe it's latent maybe it's blatant who knows you using that term to describe something lame only reinforces the use of the term to describe something lame. So even though, Simone, you said that you see it as the light whimsical lameness or whatever, somebody else would say it actually means that's gay, just like that faggot over there is gay, and that's disgusting and lame. This is equitable, equatable for that. When you say it, not meaning it in that way, it encourages and it confirms other people who want to use it in the other way, the derogatory way. That's why it bothers me when people say it, even though I know that some of the people that say it, hell, my son says it. <laughs> and he knows damn well that I'm gay. I'm his, I'm his mom's partner. Um, that, that, to me, that's the problem. It's perpetuating a latent homophobia that is oppressing our society and I feel like the more examples god damn it it cut me off Missy again part three
Um, I don't remember what that last sentence was. I just didn't want to be <laughs> cut off and not finish my message. So thanks for letting me share my piece. I hope you have a great day. And keep dong on. I love what she had to say. It's she's so sweet. I met her in person um, at the Dave Bazan show, like in December. Yeah, and um, Aaron and Ben were there with me from Grapes of Rad, and she like had listened. She knew all of our stuff because she said she listens to it at work. So that was really sweet. And um, I met her girlfriend, and um, yeah, she's really super rad and funny. So that made me happy, and I I just love the context that she gave and. Um, I mean, it just makes sense. And I also really appreciate, like, her generosity with not being automatically offended. Yes! (laughs) Like, she has every, you know, she has every right to be offended, probably, that we're going, oh, is this even wrong? Yeah. It's just so funny to me because of all the straight people I know who want to consider themselves allies, where they're like, you may not say that word. And it doesn't mean as much to me (laughs) coming from someone who doesn't fit in that group. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Policing me. It's kind of like cut me some slack but then for someone who has every reason to be offended to be so sweet in um, explaining about it I, I really like that so. yeah well it's coming from a true place that they I feel like the people who aren't gay and saying that and get just outright offended like there's no it's like there's no thought it's a mere reaction without right. any thought into into the into the details where somebody who's you know who is gay and you know she's being very realistic about it and remember do you remember that video I think it was um Listen to Michael that posted it on Facebook. Um, that that um, oh, lesbian comedian um, that was talking oh. about it. We'll post this on the um, on the uh, on the uh, website. But she was just explaining it, and she too was very generous. Like I know you don't oh, mean yeah. to be offensive, but it is. And she kind of just explained why, and that it's just perpetuating yeah. the idea that you know people are lame, you know that being gay is lame, and that's why you shouldn't sort of say it. But I like what Misty was saying that you know in context if you know the person so you don't have to shut that word out because you know where the person stands but otherwise it's kind of spreading you know this this wrong idea of yourself you're misrepresenting yourself essentially to someone who doesn't know you you know exactly yeah, yeah. And, and and affirming any 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 uh, if they are homophobic you're affirming any kind of affirming them in that yeah, yeah. it's like yeah see they, that person said that that was gay and they meant it was lame so yeah and, that, and that's something i definitely don't want to do and that's how i feel about racism too and that I know racism exists, you know, even though like, everyone tries to be hush-hush, like, let's not talk about this, but I kind of like the hush-hush element to it, because I feel like as long as people feel like they're not supposed to say it, good, they're silenced, they're not saying it as much, and mm-hmm. then it doesn't spread, you know, it's like containing mm. a virus, so we know the yeah, virus exists. Yeah, it's like exists. some, like, respect and awareness of them knowing that it's a big problem and it's not a good thing. Yeah, even if they themselves are racist, they know they're not supposed right, to be right. and it's not okay. <laughs> so I like that. It's like I don't it's not that I'm hiding from the problem. It's like I'm just hiding the problem and making and stopping it from spreading. So yeah. and I kind of feel like that about saying things are gay, you know, that, you know, I can I, I like I wouldn't want to say on the podcast and if somebody who is, you know, you know, somewhat homophobic. Though I can't imagine somebody homophobic listening to this, but there could be. And then thinking that me <laughs> saying something's gay is like, yeah, validating their stupid opinion, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going to start calling dumb things homosexual now instead yeah, of gay. Yeah, just, just get it right. Let's just be straightforward about it. <laughs> There's no whimsy, nothing. It's just homosexual. <laughs> <sighs> It's really hard. It's a hard thing when you're used to using that word instead of way. Because I was talking about um, my friend Tasha was over yesterday, and she was saying she kind of wanted to see the Green Day American Idiot musical, and I oh. so don't want to 
She's just so cute. She <laughs> I is. I just love that she like would say that. It's so cute. Like, I know. Even though she I knows can she's see how she would enjoy that, and maybe I would too. <laughs> and see, that's the thing I'm conflicted about it because well, well, for one, like that's kind of when they lost me on that American Idiot album. They went like way too, you know, mainstream sounding and just kind of too corporate. Right. More corporate than they already were. But um, but the thing with that, and I couldn't think of again. I couldn't think of a better word, and I didn't even mean for it to mean lame. I just meant it wasn't right for green day in that like because but because i i wanted to say like it just seems too gay you know what, what i've seen video footage of from them from that musical but i mean gays are all over musical theater so it just didn't seem wrong to, like i just do you know what i mean it's like it's too gay and green day like it's a punk band and it's not it doesn't have that you know that musical theater vibe to it you know what i mean so i, I was like beating myself up as i was saying it i'm like i can't think of a better way to say that i just think it's too gay for what green day should be like you know so, you know as a as a big green day fan of yesteryear you know so you know maybe i just squashed oh, I everything Dookie. i just fucking said but yeah that's hilarious. Those are my feelings. It's okay if you think that Green Day's too homosexual to go see. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> so what's anyway. the jerk shop story? Because I'm so excited about this because there's <laughs> the words jerk shop on the document and it just makes me think of George Costanza with oh. his comeback where he goes, well, the jerk store called and they're all out of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I keep thinking of. No, I meant the jerk shop assistant. So there's no ah. jerk shop, sadly. <laughs> Yes, this jerk in a shop said to my cousin, who I guess she said this a couple. This happened a couple of weeks ago, so the baby must be like seven weeks by now. But anyway, she had a baby, and um, and she's one of those skinny bitches swallowed a basketball pregnant. You know, like just right, like Betty Draper. <laughs> exactly. So she's totally skinny, totally adorable. She has this baby. The guy in the shop said to her. Uh, oh, how old is your baby? And she says, five weeks. And he says, five weeks? Well, you better start exercising. You've still got a bit of a <gasps> tummy. What? Yes! No I was way. so <laughs> fucking mad. How did she not punch him in the face? She's just pretty chill. She doesn't have the... Uh, Amazing. The, the, the rage that I would have <laughs> Now so, I want to know, was this in Australia? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, that could be either in Oklahoma or overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywhere else, maybe not. But it's just, oh I think I was God. more mad that even even if that was true, which it is, that he, well, for one, that it's stupid that, that, that he would think that, but that you would think that and then think it's okay to say that to somebody. Oh. You know? So it's, it's just... just annoying on so many counts <laughs> alternate universe level yeah. still gonna be what kind of five weeks anyway? five weeks we're told to like not even like pull out our old clothes for a fucking year and not, we're not That's even as so... skinny as her <laughs> i hate to play the misogynist card but that you know i think that's a really textbook case of misogyny like you grow a human being in your body for nine months yeah and you try to you know what i mean like he's never going to be in that position he doesn't never. know what it's been like for her yeah who the f and, and like what what other reason would he need her to have a flat stomach other than to lust after her or whatever yeah. the fuck seriously <sighs> 
goodness, <gasps> so bad. Like I left a comment and then like the next day I left another comment because I was still so mad. Good. <laughs> Let's, I'm boycotting that shop. Yeah, I want to know what that shop is. I was like, you should go back and report that guy. I was so mad. Yeah. God damn. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's not even because I took personal offense to it, because I'm pretty, you know, I'm in a pretty good place right now of accepting whatever happens with my body. I'm just mad that he would think and say that, the, the, the stupidity of it, you know? Yeah. If I look fat, I, I expect to look fat and I accept that, you know? <laughs> so it's not about me and my, oh, people calling me fat through other people. You know what I mean? It's not that. It's just, this guy's a fucking it's idiot. It's the fact that he would, you know, he's reducing her to cattle. Yeah. Yeah. that he can comment upon you yeah. know that's it you know i mean it sucks to you know to feel like you aren't thin enough five weeks after your baby whatever but that's not the problem the problem is that he you know is just so reductive oh yeah oh my god i'm pissed i know see <laughs> Duh. Okay, take my mind off it. Tell me about the trash people in the birth class video. Oh my god. Yes, yeah, so speaking of not judging people. Um, <laughs> so I've been going to all these birth- Oh my god. That's our sub that's our that's our header. Dongtini. Speaking of judging people. <laughs> well just oh man. We've been going to these birthing classes, like cesarean birth class and infant care class and breastfeeding class, you know, just learn about what to do with this fucking baby, which I don't know what to do with. (laughs) And yeah, just all the people in it are just like people like they just went to like people that are at some sort of, you know, publicly funded clinic and just said, do you want to be in in this health video? <laughs> you know, oh. like this, like just people. They just seem like trailer people, you know. And everyone's, yeah, Bogan. it's just a really bizarre demographic. But everyone in the video is like that, you know. Wow. Yeah, and it's kind <laughs> of a fancy hospital, so it just kind of doesn't jive. It's like nobody here can, you know, relate to these people, you know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I wonder if Skip has this film. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I should ask if he has. It. I think he's, I think he stops to a limit. I think he this is goes these are newer than uh, anything he collects, but yeah, but it's just interesting that they like they definitely seem like they've gone to a, you know, like they look like the kind of people like, you know, just just barely barely out of their teens that have become parents really young, you know, with their wow. boyfriend who might be in a gang, you know? Like those are the kind of people that it looks like Oh no. Yeah. Like Walmart clientele. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's kind of yeah. It's I mean they all seem nice enough, but yeah, it's just like not what you expect to see in, in a in this type like everything else about it's pretty well produced. It's just that they obviously seized on a certain demographic to to, to, to be in the video. <laughs> I'm picturing Britney Spears when she was pregnant and she'd wear those cutoffs that you could see the pockets hanging out of and flip-flops and she'd be eating Cheetos, you know, while she had this big pregnant belly. Like, that's kind of what I'm envisioning. Yeah, it's, 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 it's around that mark, maybe half a step up, but yeah. <laughs> One of them had a bag of salad on the table while they were speaking and I was surprised. <laughs> hey, I've got my bag of salad <laughs> while I'm giving my interview. <laughs> At least I got my bag of salad. Yes. So Muppet Babies. Yeah. So um, Dustin. 
Dustin, <laughs> our our podcast producer, uh, uh, founder of Feral Audio, he um, he tweeted like the opening credits to Muppet Babies, and I don't know, maybe you were just a bit too old for Muppet Babies. Did you watch Muppet Babies? I, um, my sister did, and I love the theme song. Yeah. Muppet Babies, make our dreams come true. Yes, yes, yes. And I loved how they had that, um, their nanny, and they call her nanny. I thought it was so cute. Yes, yes. So, anyway. And all their adventures were just imaginary, because they'd just be, like, doing stuff in their playbook. They just walked in a room, and nanny came in occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cute. But, but when he posted that, like, I watched the opening credits, and I was just sort of like, oh, my God. I love Muppet Babies so much. And I realized I loved it so much that it felt like at the time, like what Mad Men is to me today. Oh, <laughs> it might've been. Yeah. But it's a really oh. weird thing to realize like that, you know, you go through life and you have these same reactions to very different things. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, but man, Bunny and I, we love Muppet Babies. Like every week it was just like, oh, Muppet Babies. And then at the end of every episode, um, like after the credits, uh, Animal would go, bye bye. And we would wait for it. Like it was just like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> and I think one week they cut it off and we were so mad. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. but it just brought me so much joy, Muppet Babies. And McDonald's Happy Meal toys, they came with the Muppet Babies collectibles. And oh, yes. those had all those. And yeah, oh. I just like I just had all this nostalgia for it. And I really wanted to watch Muppet Babies again, which I haven't done yet. But yeah. Oh, you're going to get an, an impacted ass full of children's television. I know. <laughs> Once you have this baby. I know, it's I know. great. But yeah, none of it That's will be great. as good as Muppet Babies, I'm sure. Oh, some will some will be good, but there's so much that's so bad, and I cannot wait to hear you and Greg go off on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna definitely keep the TV down to a minimum. Where we're talk- we're more talking about not letting them watch normal TV and controlling it with DVDs and selected viewing. Yeah, so there's because, no commercials. Yeah, no, because I don't, I don't, their brains get fried on all that fucking, you know, right. heavy editing and stuff. There have been studies done, so I don't think there'll be as much just regular TV as, uh, you know, I'm definitely like, let find kids, but like get DVDs of stuff, so it's more, you know, you know, like, and also you can like let them finish watching something. You do this, you can watch this. Like, there's no, I like the TV frenzy. Like, oh my god, this show is on right now, and I have to watch it. You know, it's yeah. like I totally get that. But you know, yeah, that's how it's I felt not about like that anymore babies. because of the DVRs. Exactly, that's true. Yeah. We don't have a DVR, so we we, we kind of have to watch things as they as they as they happen. That was the other bad thing when you were a kid <laughs> is that you'd have a favorite show like Muppet Babies. And then one day you'd go to watch it and it just wouldn't be on. And you had no, like, there's no internet. You couldn't find out what happened. Yeah. You you didn't understand how seasons worked. You just, it was just be gone. I remember not knowing what seasons were until I was like 20. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just such a shock that one day Muppet Babies isn't there. You know? One day Muppet Babies just wasn't there. Okay, now you had some dong art to talk about. <laughs> yes, we received some animated dong art from, and I like some gifts of dongs like flopping around in slow motion. <laughs> a, a, a benevolent listener put together for us in a clip and sent to us. And what's so funny about it was, and I didn't realize this at the time, but my reaction was like, 
Oh my god! This is like sexting me, but like in a really dirty way. Who does he think he is? And then I was like, oh wait, I have a podcast called Dong Team. <laughs> Maybe I'm asking for it just a little bit. And then so I was talking to you about it, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't really get too mad because we're basically, you know, kind of putting it out there. I'm yeah. like, you know what? You're right. How come this hasn't happened sooner? <laughs> I fully expected to get, you know, total texts of people's dongs. And they're like, hey, why hasn't anyone sent us that yet? <laughs> We've really put ourselves out there as dong enthusiasts. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was funny. It was very tastefully done. <laughs> This bouncing dongs go. <laughs> oh, oh, I had funny. a cake, uh, a couple. Actually, it's a recurring Ooh. cake that I have. But um, I see uh, Monty coming out of the uh, the litter box, and and I <laughs> the think litter igloo, the litter igloo. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why it only seems to happen when when it's her because she's such a little lady, you know. Oh. But I see it walk. I hear dig, 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 and then I just see it walk out and go to, about her business. And I think, oh, she didn't wash her hands. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm shocked and disappointed. <laughs> Did, have you ever have you had that more than once? Yeah, I've had that happen about three times. <laughs> Only with Marnie or with Birdsworth? Only too? with Marnie. I think because I have higher oh, expectations of it because she's so ladylike. Yes, yeah, because she's ladylike. <laughs> Of course, Birdsworth is the Archbishop of Cuterbury, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I wonder how they're gonna react to the baby. Oh, I know it's gonna be. I think she's gonna hide for days, and Birdsworth will be curious and he'll get annoyed and hiss at us. That's my prediction. <laughs> we shall see. Well, you tweeted the other day that you had a baby sounds disc or something that you were playing. Yes, <laughs> to get the cats used to it. You're like Pet now I'm more worried for about myself. Is it just like the baby crying? Or it's crying, laughing, cooing. cooing. There's different tracks, and they go for about seven minutes each. Just wow. baby sounds. Just to help the pet get accustomed. But while it's playing, I'm like, fuck, they don't seem to care, but ugh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like a hilarious gift. That We should like offer that as a prize for a Dongtini contest winner someday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you're done with it. <laughs> it just seems like a, a white elephant gift or something. Totally. <sighs> now, you wanted to talk um, about um, endings in your life. This sounds uh, yes. ominous. I know it does, doesn't it? No, it just has to do with you having the baby, oh. and which is like a totally happy thing. But I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, this is our last Dongtini before you have the baby. Yes. And so, anyway, this is just a little, you know, bittersweet moment. Yeah. And I'm like, I just really love Dongtini. I love doing it every week. And, you know, we'll take a little hiatus and, and do whatever, you know, you yeah. feel comfortable with when yeah. you're done. But yeah. I'm just like, you know what? We've been doing this for two years, like every week. And so. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm just feeling it today. I was like, what's going on? And also, my small boat is ending tomorrow. What? But my Tuesday night group. It has to end because Tracy, the sober alcoholic lesbian, is starting massage school. And so she can't meet on Tuesday nights anymore. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, two of my, you know, my fun things. And I'm, I'm going to find something else. You know, yeah. I'll find another way to meet with her or do something. But... 
my goodness. You know, it's just like interesting that this would happen all in the same week. And I'm like, it's a lot of your free therapy just disappearing. And there goes my free therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have, I'll have to start just shelling oh out. Oh, and on top of that, Kote, who I meet with every Friday. She is a therapist and lovely friend. I have coffee with every Friday. She's in Oxford for a month, <laughs> starting today. Gosh. <laughs> It's just funny how all this happened, you know, on pretty much some serious cold turkey. Isn't that interesting? So, yeah. Um, But it's just fitting that, I don't know, you just mark this as the 91st episode and see where we go from here. Yes, we will see. How do you feel about me sort of going and. I mean, you know, I mean, you already have the kids, but you're always the one with the kids, and I was the one not. Like, do you feel any sense of loss? Because obviously, my friends who don't have kids, they would feel like they're losing something in me, you know, because now they have right. to suffer this annoying kid element of my life. But, <laughs> but for you who already has kids, so you you already you're already into kids and used to kids, do you still feel like it, you're losing a certain type of me that d- doesn't have kids, like that you could maybe live vicariously through or not? Yes, I actually, yeah. I think I do because you guys, you know, you you guys get to travel, you know, and you know, you do all your stuff and completely untethered. And so that's a, I think that's a total vicarious thing I have. And also we, when we come stay with you, like, you're just like, yeah, come on, stay in the extra bedroom, you know? So, you know, your little dynamic, all that will, will be different. But I also feel like you are kind of, you know, yay, we'll have, we'll have something gigantic, even more in common now. So yeah, that's true. um, Yeah. That, that's, that's bigger than, the, you know, the yeah. loss. There are losses and gains. Because sure. remember last yes. July when you guys visited, we were already planning this year and how, yeah, you know, because we, we all worked out that you went to your Jesus camp and then drove down here. I left the kids with the grandparents and then drove down here and we had adult time for like three days, you know. And we were already <laughs> planning this year and now this year is ruined. Ruined! Yeah! I, well, I feel like you guys were saying something like, oh, it's possible that we'll have a baby next year or something. I feel like that might have been entered the conversation. Maybe just it, barely, but not really. I mean, it was just sort of okay. uh, barely mentioned, not expected. I think we were more just planning the parties. <laughs> oh, yes. So yeah, so we'll have to figure that out. Yes, but yeah, but this is it for, for a little while. I, I think we could be back just in a few weeks. Who even knows? You know, we just yeah. uh, we just make no promises. So sorry, yes. listener. Don't hate my baby, and. Uh, <laughs> He didn't do nothing to no one. <laughs> Just trying to live. So <laughs> he loves life. He loves Always. life. And uh, yeah, but yeah, I look forward to getting back to it as soon as possible. So we'll just oh, good. see what happens. So yeah. So yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you. This is yeah. I know. I, I can't wait to meet him, and I can't wait for the kids to meet him. They're already talking about him. Oh. And we have his birthday on the calendar. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yeah, so this will be our last little session until he's here. So until next time, bye, Simone. Bye, Stephanie. Bye. <laughs>